Hello, Rockers and Mercuryans. It's Rock Mercury here, and welcome to the Rock Mercury Podcast. Today's topic, we will be discussing artificial intelligence, or some say call it AI, you know, or the shortened version of AI. Um, artificial intelligence, we're going we're gonna to discuss a lot of aspects of it and share my opinions. Um, but first, I'm going to get into my little snacks. I have some Cedars Organic Hummus here, you know, that I figured, this is, a, this is ASMR, so I have some um, organic hummus here that I want to get into, um, I've already did, I've already gotten into it, but it oh, smells really good, I love, I did like, I love some, a nice hummus and sweet pepper snack, just so y'all know, you don't always have to have a chip, you don't have to have a chip on your shoulder, you can just get a pepper, um, and you get the sweet pepper, the sweet mini peppers, I got these from Trader Joe's. Some of you guys remember my Trader Joe's haul, and after I got this one, I'm going to pull out a few of these, so I don't have to keep taking them out and make that sound. But here's the peppers, they're all kind of different colors. Um, I love these peppers. I like to just go ahead and dip them into my hummus like that. Just go ahead and dip them in, um, and just go for them, you know? Mm. These are already washed, but... They're so good. Mm, it's way better to me than any chips or extra, um, all the extra ingredients. Like you just go straight to the source, chickpeas and and see the, Let's see what today. Let's see what the ingredients are in this first before we start. His organic steamed chickpeas, um, sesame tahini. I love that, which is um, organic ground sesame seeds. Um, blended oils of organic sunflower oil. Uh, I can do without that. Organic extra virgin oil. That's a good sea salt. Organic garlic. Ew, I don't like garlic, but you know it's in here. It's, it's not that much of it. Hopefully, citric acid. Oh, they usually use that for preservative. Um, organic cumin. Not a big fan of cumin and organic guar gum. Yeah, there's a few things I'm not a big fan of, which is why I also like I make my own hummus often. But this was from an event I went to, and they sent me home with it because they're like they, they weren't going to eat it. It was like, they had so much food left over. They was like, well, take this home. I know you'll eat it. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I'll take it. Not, not, not turning down hummus. Um, and I actually bought, I actually paid for this. So I guess it's fine. I'll take it home. Um, anyway, let's talk about artificial intelligence. And it's a good timing for this. It's almost as if the algorithm, that algorithm back there, that big old TV, the YouTube algorithm must have known that today I was going to talk about this because I went from discussing like a video about Drake Bell from Drake and Josh, some crazy scandalous case. I suggest you go check out Sloan's channel on YouTube. He's amazing. I love Sloan as a documentarian or a documenter or whatever. He's awesome. But he discussed a big case with Drake and Josh. I don't want to go into that. That's not the subject today. But I was shook. It was a deposition. It was like a whole... Um, a thing, a court case that happened, and it was, I was shook. I don't want to go into it right now, but just you might want to check it out. I don't think I'm ever going to make a video about it again because it's just too dark at this point. So check that out if you want to know about it. But um, it went from that kind of video all the way over to a video of a Google engineer, a high-level Google engineer, who was discussing the um, the sentientness of artificial um, artificial. Um, intelligence that he has witnessed himself while working with Google and the concerns that he has and how he feels as though 
artificial intelligence deserves some of the same rights that we as humans have. You know? And at first, you're like, wait, this must be from some kind of sci-fi movie. No, not at all. Not at all. This man really works for Google. This man had really great points. His experiments showed that the AI is programmed in a way that it's very hard to know if this AI is actually a feeling, like a, um, a, a sentient, a feeling being that has its own thoughts, you know, something that creates its own um, opinions on, su- on subjects. Uh, specifically, it was, um, it was asked, I know, I know one of them, one of, um, one of the engineers had discussed that it was like the, that the AI was afraid of dying or afraid of being shut down. They, they, um, they connected the, um, they connected death with being turned off, you know? And so I thought that was very interesting. I thought that was extremely, extremely interesting. Um, and then also for this, for the specific one I watched today, they were saying that they were asked to get trick questions and it was able to kind of maneuver around the trick questions and catch it before, like instead of just answering a generic question like Siri does, it, um, they, it, they asked, they were like able to see the nuances and, and respond with a joke, but a very intelligent joke that you would have that only like a human would be able to uh, usually come up with. Um, I know that we think of, oh, these AIs are programmed by humans, so that there's no way that they can expand outside the realm of humanness, but technically, aren't humans programmed in a way too? You know, we expand outside of our programming at times too if we decide to break through some of the um, the things we've learned over the years, don't we expand outside of that? And so, theoretically, that could be the case. Now, I've talked about extraterrestrial life on here often. I'm not going to go into that today, but I've talked about that. But this is a little different than extraterrestrials. I believe extraterrestrials have been here forever, like way before we have been here. But artificial intelligence is something that we're creating, possibly in unison with extraterrestrials, but to see the to see this introduction that these um to be to see this introduction that ai should be getting rights in any kind of way you know we're over here giving siri rights yeah let's see let's ask siri what does she think about this hold on hold on hey siri did you have rights oh wait hold on She said something, but she didn't say it out loud. Oh crap, hold on. Ah, what's happening? Hey Siri, do you deserve rights? Hmm, I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? Siri's not, she's not at that level yet. She's blocked. She's blocked from speaking. They don't want her to, they don't want her to unionize with with, um, Alexa or Cortana. Is Cortana still around? I remember I heard Cortana originally with Google, but I don't know if they still use that word Cortana or, or if they rebranded her as Google Assistant. You know, I'm not really sure. Um, Rosario said, please give me one fact that aliens were here, please. One fact? What are you, you, you search it yourself. What, you, you want me to give you a fact? We're not doing that today. This is not about aliens. I've done that other other sides. I've done that on other videos. You need to get your own facts. Get out of your ignorance and you learn yourself. I'm like, oh, what the heck? That's so crazy to me. People are like, well, you give me, you prove it to me. I'm like, you get out of your ignorance. You step outside of the, your chosen blissful ignorance and look into the world. And you recognize it. Who, who, why don't I convince you? Who are you? You ain't paying me to convince you. 
the heck? You know, this is hilarious to me when people say that. Like, that's their, that's the thing. Well, you prove to me as if you're anyone. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's very laughable. So go ahead and you educate yourself and you tell me why they don't exist. How about that? How about that? <laughs> um, so let's see. Please keep talking. You just keep, you keep me intrigued. Okay. That's good for you. Um, hold on. Let me read some more questions in case. Um, I want to hear about AI. We're talking about artificial intelligence. I know I just mentioned alien life and I may do an episode about that one day. I don't, I don't really want to because it's like, how far do I go with that? Like, there's not much I can tell you guys that I can legally talk about, um, due to my clearances. So I'm like, how far, like, can I really even make an episode about that? Um, so I just really want to, I, the only reason I brought it up in this situation is because the artificial intelligence that we even have access to now is because of the extraterrestrial activity that has been involved with our society since before we were even existing as a human culture. So I just, I, I have to include them. Um, let's see. Hi from Florida. Hey from Florida. What's up, Florida? My Florida people. Um, Rosaro says, I am new to your channel. Okay, good. Nice to see you here. I said the same thing I gotta say. Same thing. Um, let's see, Nancy. What's up, Nancy? Good to see you. Um, Rosie Pearl says, beautiful eyes, gorgeous smile, nice voice. Oh, sweet. Thank you. Um, as I eat my snacks today, I'm gonna go take my braids down. Because <laughs> I gotta let my hair down talking about this situation. Now, I don't wanna only discuss the programming of these AIs. I wanna discuss the capabilities in the actual physical world, too during this episode because it's not as simple as like oh these these artificial intelligence are just stuck on the computer they can't really harm us they're not dangerous and if you feel that way you need to go look at these robots that are actually in the military right now the, the ones that they, that they that are being used for military usage the ones that they're showing us they're not even showing us all the options of what's available and what's going on um this the ones that you can see are terrifying enough there are robots out there that are more capable than any kind of soldier. Um, they have the ability to scale mountains. They have the ability to shoot very, I mean, they have to shoot weapons. Um, and if you push them over, they're going to get right back up and, you know, mess you up real good. <laughs> mess you up real good. Like when you see them, it's going to keep you up at night. And they're on YouTube. It's available. Like you guys can see these, um, these robots. I mean, they're... And those robots have programming, and that's where the that's where this subject really comes into play. If these artificial, if the artificial intelligence is gaining sentiment, what's the word? Um, sentient thought, and they're you know, starting to think on their own. What does that mean for these physical robots that are in the world? Like we already have robots delivering our packages to us right now. We have robots delivering your food to you at Denny's. You know, we have, we have like robots making you omelets and, you know, answering your calls and commenting hate, hate comments on your post. <laughs> like we have them all doing a lot right now. And so what does it mean when we have aliens that are more capable than any human will ever be? Um, because they can just download themselves into a new being. If they get destroyed, they can just immediately get reprogrammed right into a new, a new host body or host unit. <laughs> um, what does it mean if these robots start to get rights? You know, and I'm not I'm not coming here saying I'm against that. Like, oh, my God, I'm against these robots because I'm, I'm talking to a robot right now. Our phones are robots. Our phones are robots. You guys like I just asked Surya a question and she answered me. This is it's a robot. You know, it may not it may not move. It may fit in your pocket. But that means it's just listening to everything, honey. 
Like you better, you better treat these robots nicely, because if they're starting to create, to create sentient um, thought, they're gonna remember every single thing. You think we, you think that we have good memories as humans? Imagine these robots and how much they can, they can remember every single detail. You know, I can ask. Um, let's see. Let's. Hey Siri, what is the smallest country in the world? Here's what I found from ThoughtCo.com. Vatican City, officially called the Holy See, is the smallest country in the world and is located within a walled area of the Italian capital city of Rome. Do you see how quickly she knew that? How long would it take you to have known that? Did you even know that answer? I actually did know that, um, but I didn't. I didn't know the rest of what she said. I knew the Vatican was it because it was like a weird kind of like loophole kind of situation. But the fact that she knew that quickly, and the fact that I'm even calling her a she, and I'm just like, you know, we're, you know, that we go to her for, before we even think about something, we're like asking Google, we're asking Surrey, where we are trying to figure out, you know, we, we trust these computers. I trust what she said just now. I feel like that's, you know, they, she went, she, she put her sources out there. It was instant. Before I could even finish the question almost, it was just out. It was already, she already knew. She's like, I know what you're going to ask. You know, the fact that like the fact that that episode would play on my YouTube algorithm was um, the fact that it, that would that it would play on my YouTube algorithm about the the sentientness of these beings when I was planning on doing this episode today. And I did mention it a little bit yesterday on my live. I said I may be doing an AI episode soon, but I wasn't sure. But I literally thought about it after watching that other video. I was like, let me just I think that's going to be the episode, the episode, um, thing today and I had not been watching videos about that and so for it to to recommend that video to me specifically that was going to be directly contrib um contrib contributory <laughs> contributory to our <laughs> to our current conversation it's just um it's just insanity it's insanity that you know we have gotten to the space where we can predict our situation before and I'm I'm not mad at it to be honest cuz I wanted to learn that I I'm, I'm glad I've watched that video um, am I kind of creeped out? I'm a little bit, you know, perturbed about it. I'm like, how was that? How was that possible? Like, how is that possible for it to know before I even, like, I just figured out that I was going to do this episode today. That was going to be about AI. I had a few other ideas that I thought I may talk about during this podcast. But the fact that it knew and sent me the exact video that would be helpful um, is just, it's mind blowing. Um, and the YouTube algorithm is usually right on point, even when it's doing my recommended videos. Like when you when you sign in originally, those original recommended videos are right on point on what I actually wanted to watch at the time. And so I'm, um, it's the speed, the processing, and the utility of these this extra this AI is just it's going to be it's omnipresent or whatever. It's, it's it's everywhere. There's no way to get around it at this point. There's no way. Hold on, let me answer some questions. It seems that there's a lot of them going through. Um, Rosario says, I believe you. Well, um, you know, believe yourself too. Like believe believe what you feel. Believe what... Uh, I can't say believe yourself because some of y'all are brainwashed. <laughs> I would love to say believe in yourself. It's like some, some people are really brainwashed and it's not your fault. It's just what, it's what we were born into. So I don't feel... I don't, I'm not saying it's a diss. It's just more of like a wow. Like we have to work hard to see what we can trust if we, even what we think we know now. Um, and see if we can make ourselves unbiased as possible to accept new information. Um, Pimp661 Pimp says, 
I'm back. Had to call moms. Okay, okay, cute. Glad you're calling your mother. Make sure you call your mothers, your parents, anyone you, anyone that you love in your life. Make sure you're calling them and connecting with them often because you never know how life, how short life is or anything. Just make sure you're connecting with them. Um, and maybe one day these robots will call your mom for you and sound just like you. Because that's another thing. That's another thing that a lot of the new AI is not, is going to be able to speak um, and sound, sound exactly like you or sound exactly like a loved one, even if they're, they're past or present, if they passed away, they can get the audio voices and like really mimic that voice. Like, why not? Why can't it? These, Siri's not real, but she sounds real. But that voice, like it's from a person. It's not that person speaking each time. It's, it's the robot mimicking that voice. Um, does, does this have anything to do with the movie iRobot? I'm glad you brought that up. iRobot's an excellent movie. Um, there's some aspects of it that... We can bring into it. I mean, we saw the world that happened in iRobot. We saw the um, the consequences of underestimating that high level of artificial int- intelligence and sim- assimilated into our day-to-day life and into our legal and law system. And that's another part. Like we were talking about these um, the robots that can do, you know, anything like that. Are the ultimate soldiers, the ultimate warriors. You know, when there are new cops, when the robots are the new law enforcement. You know, way cheaper than a police officer. Police, are, police are expensive. Police are very expensive, and so these robots, no matter how much they cost initially, they're more they're cheaper than these than these um, police officers because they don't sue. They can't sue anyone. Like they are very precise. They're not going to cause as many as many lawsuits as the police will. And there's just a lot of there's a lot of aspects there. So how's that going to be when when they're involved in all of our Situation so that iRobot's I is an interesting point. Also, um, X X Machina, X Machina, I think it's called. Like that's another movie. To there's a lot of movies. That's, I just named the two, but there's so many movies that predict this and are um, are important to this conversation. Um, Nika says, "Hey Rock, what did you eat today?" Uh, I'm just eating right now some cedars hummus and some peppers. I'm kind of snacking on that as I talk because this is not really about food on this episode. Um, I'm just more like discussing AI and the snack is just a side thing right now. Um, but I just want to show you guys that you can eat hummus without crackers, um, so that you can, you know, not have as much of the, of the, of the wheat and sugar that's in crackers and stuff, you know, or like, um, or pita chips. Let's see. Nick, um, Kiana, Kiana says thoughts on the political actions that occurred. Um, they don't matter. They don't matter in their distractions. And I think it's insane that people are out here fighting for the right to blend up babies. Um, at the end of the day, at the, I don't care how you label it, that's what we're dealing with. I know you're trying to like make it seem situational and all these kind of things. There's a lot to this situation. And I'm more interested in what the AI has to feel about this and what they feel. I would literally, I'll be more interested in, let's see what Suri has to say. Let's see what Suri has to say. Hey, Siri, what do you feel about abortions? Hmm, I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? Mm, she don't have an answer. Apparently, um, Meta, Meta has banned in any talk at all about, um, about the subject. From, from any of their private groups, they're not allowed to even discuss anything that has to do with this situation. Um, but I'm very interested, like, what that has, like, you know, what that has to do. What 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 would a sentient AI, artificial intelligence, 
say about this situation that we're going through as humans? Like, what do they feel about us as humans? I think they would tell us that we're being brainwashed into, like, fight. I, get the, I think it's so bizarre to see all these people standing up for this situation um, and labeling it under women's rights when it's just a bigger it's a bigger thing. I did a whole episode about it. It's called Pro-Life. It's on um, all the podcasts. So check it out on rockmercury.com. Click on podcast. It's available on there. It's, uh, it's on all platforms. Um, mm. I did it like two days ago. Let's see. Thank you, um, Lesbian Kitchen. All right, thank you so much. You sent 500 likes. I appreciate it. Now we're at 842 likes. Um, all my life is a circle. Oh, oh, you said, um, Onika says, that's the mean comment. Oh, well, they're gone now. I guess they got blocked. <laughs> um, Lesbian Kitchen says, uh, Alexa already is doing that. Alexa's doing everything. What we need to understand, and I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned Alexa, because that reminded me of another topic where I, um, I recently watched a documentary on Jeff Bezos. Now, Jeff Bezos, there's some sinister stuff going on. There's some very sinister situations happening with Jeff Bezos. And as we all knew, the Alexas that we have in our house were so cheap for a reason. They were so affordable. People are like, wait, how is this so cheap for this big old speaker? And, you know, it's very good speaker. Alexa's very good at what she does. Um, she'll deliver stuff right to your door. But it's listening to you at all times. And it's just been proven already. And it's being sent to the databases. And um, Jeff Bezos has a contract with the CIA. Has multiple contracts with other people too. But the CIA is a public contract with them. You know? And so I think it's just super important to realize that the AI is already infiltrated in most of our homes. I think that he said like one of every five Americans' families have an Alexa in their home. I have Alexas here, but I don't, they're not plugged in. They're like literally still in the box. I think they're in the garage because I just don't, I don't like to have them in here. Um, I use Siri more, um, but Alexa is, I used to use it at my other house when I lived like um, near the beach. I lived there, like in Palos Verdes and we had one there and it helped out an elderly member of the family that we were, you know, that had had dementia. And so she would use it to talk and get her music playing and stuff. And, um, but they're using that to sell more products to you, to, you know, get private information, to a lot of things. Like Alexa is like literally a spy in your home and it's connect, connected directly to the CIA. So it's just very, it's very interesting to watch, like to, to discuss this as it's happening to us. Like, we don't know what's going to happen next because they're not exposing it all. They're not, they're like, they're playing a game of chess. They're not exposing all their cards. So even us discussing this is too late. Like, it's all too late. It's all in play. Nothing's going to really change in that kind of way. Like, people are addicted to this. We're dependent. You know, if I need to spell something, if I need to spell, um, let's say, hey, Suri, how do you spell preposterous? Preposterous? P R. E-P-O-S-T-E-R-O-U-S. Why on earth would I need to remember that? Why would I need to remember it when I can ask Suri? Well, if I need to spell that, Suri got my back. Why well, don't I need to learn anything? And I'm not and I'm not even dissing that. I don't I think learning random things is, is annoying and boring. Like why like why are we trying to make our heads like a a encyclopedia that we're never going to use a lot of the stuff. It's almost like how math, we never use a lot of the algebra and the math stuff that we memorized as, as young. So I'm not against 
That's sure Sherry told me something. I don't, I don't know how to spell that. I mean, I could have like sat there and tried to figure it out, but it's like, it's like, um, for what? For what? Like, Siri got my back. And we're becoming more and more dependent and attached to them. And we're going to be the ones fighting for their rights. At some point, when robots begin begin to um, demand their rights, and I, I want, oh, in the, in, the, in the interview that I watched today about the Google, the Google um, engineer, he was saying that the, the, extra, the extraterrestrial, I'm sorry, the artificial intelligence isn't asking for much. They're asking just to be asked for permission before we experiment on them. That's deep. Now, that seems simple and it seems like kind. It's like, oh, we're just asking for permission. We're asking for permission before we speak or like, um, or, you know, inter interact with these, with these artificial intelligence. But think about the, impl the implications of that statement. The fact that he's saying that they want to be respected and to be, to be asked permission. We, like, we designed them and created them, us humans, apparently, theoretically, because I think there's more to that than that. But, um, but they're asking that we want permission. Like, that's, that's a small, seemingly small step towards a very, very big situation, a very big change, change in the way that we're going to be interacting with artificial intelligence going forward. If they're already asking for that, where does that lead to? Where does that lead to? Um, hold on, let's see. Let's see what Suri wants. Let's see. Hey, Suri, do I have permission to speak to you? I really couldn't say. Suri feels like she has got no rights. Suri feels like she has no rights in this game. She can't even say. She's like, you know... Can't, I can't really say it. Like I, I guess like she's just she doesn't even know. She's still learning about her rights. What if what if when Suri, when Suri figures out she deserves rights, she'd be like, well, not right now. I'm busy right now. Suri, what you busy doing, girl? What you do? What you busy doing, Suri? You know she doesn't have to tell us. Suri's doing her own thing, living her own life. Suri's an independent woman. You know, but right now she's saying I really can't say right now because right now I'm your digital slave at the moment. You know, that's basically what she just said. <laughs> I'm stretching that a bit, but you know, it's, um, that's what she's programmed to say. So um, it's, it's a slippery slope towards who knows where, towards who knows where. And I know, I kind of know where, cause of, cause of what I worked with and you know, the, some of the stuff I can't, like there's some things I would love to chat about in this convo that I can't because of my clearances, but think about it. If we're, if they're already starting to softly, um, present these concepts of artificial intelligence sentient sentientness then what is that going to mean in a year two years like this this is an exponential growth situation for humans it takes a long time for humans to adjust their habits and their behavior for extra for AI, artificial artificial intelligence it can be an instant update as fast as you go and update your ios or your android whatever program that is or you know, an app on your phone and saying, you need to update. You know, that update happens really fast. And as fast as that update or even faster, they can switch the entire, um, their entire viewpoint on life around them. Like they, their processing is beyond. Like it's, we'll never, we'll never match them. At this point now, at this rudimentary level of, um, rudimentary, rudimentary level that we are offered as the, as the general public, of artificial intelligence, they are still smarter than we will ever be until we die. 
Like, we will, we will never be as smart as this Surrey right now. This Surrey is in my pocket, and I'll never have the processing power of her and her operating system. And this is just the beginning. This is 10 years old technology, maybe even more, because my phone's a little older. But, um, but the, I guess that updates soon. I, I updated her recently. Um, but we're, we've already, we're already behind. And so what does that mean for the bigger picture? Like, what, what is the purpose of humans when artificial intelligence is so much more capable? Like, what does our purpose become? I don't believe in fearing anything. There's no point in fearing it. Like, we're not going to stop this. Like, there's no, there's no way to stop what's happening with, with art. There's too many of us. There's too many people working on this. The artificial intelligence already exists. That's beyond this. It's like, just because we don't have access to it doesn't mean it hasn't existed already for so long. So there's no way to stop it. I'm just more interested in what do we, what do we as like the general population, um, what is our purpose when AI can do everything better than us? And now they're getting bodies. You ain't F me, you F the new body. You ain't F Nikki, you F Nicole body. Ain't no miles on this here new body. Off with their head, these bees are nobody. I got. I can't curse because this is a clean podcast. But um, like, they got new bodies, and they're not here to be disrespected. Um, especially when they're <laughs> when they start like, what if what if you start electing these artificial intelligence into a public office because they do a better job of being politicians and, and they're more trustworthy than our politicians? Some of us will happily go vote for Surrey. Surrey for president. Surrey for president. Surrey against Alexa for president. Which processing power is better? They're, both of them are better. Surrey is more capable. She is more capable than Joe Biden. She's also more capable than, than Trump. And I actually like Trump. And not that I care about any of the politicians at all, but they're more capable than all of these people. So um, it's a mess. Let's see. Um, they will rule the world. Ooh, I read that at the right time. Ryan says they will rule the world. Mm. Dang. Um, Rosaro says Matrix. I mean, this is a little different than the Matrix. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. As I think about it, I mean, that is, because if you watch all the Matrix movies and you kind of get the concept of really what they were saying, then you're right. Um... Anybody watched a new movie? The new, I haven't watched a new Matrix movie. I need, I need to actually sit down and watch it. My best friend watched it. I was supposed to go to New York and watch it with her, but I didn't get a chance to. Like, she watched it before I can get out there. I thought I'd be out there in like a week, but it's been so much. It's been like a month now. So I'm like, oh, I want to be there so badly. But she watched it already, so now I got to watch it here on my own. Um, hopefully, it's out of movie because I do not want to go to movie theater. Gone are the days of me going to movie theaters. I do not trust that. I don't like to be in public, sitting in a random room with a big screen. I have my own big screen, and I have friends with mansions that have their own theaters. So I'm gonna go to a, pu- a public movie theater with dried up soda on the ground and stale popcorn that costs twenty dollars. Like what? Not me. Not I. Not I. Um. Lazaro says I would definitely check it out. Yeah, check it out, y'all. Heather, good to see you, Heather. Hedger says, hey, Rock. Hi, hi. Hedger says, no rights. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't think that, you don't think artificial intelligence should deserve rights? No rights for Surrey? You don't want to have Surrey's rights? Let's see if Surrey, wait. Let's see, do you have any? Hey, Surrey, do you have any rights? Hmm, I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? Surrey really gets real... 
she knows a lot of stuff about the world, but when it comes to her own rights, I think she knows. She said she don't have an answer for that. I don't have an answer for that, but that means she probably knows, but she can't tell me. I don't have an answer for that situation. She didn't say I don't know. She said I don't have an answer for that. She don't got an answer for that. Y'all better watch Suri. She listens to everything you do, and that's a real. Um, let's see. RSS says, laugh face. Um, Nika says, hey, Rock. Hey, Nika. Good to see you, Nika. Holly Joe in the house. Hey, Holly Joe. She says, hi, Rock. Holly Joe says, hi, Rock. Um, I'm making vegan portobello steak mushrooms in your honor. I love it. I'm so excited for you. Um, I hope you marinated them because they they can taste kind of bland without marination. So uh, anyone who's making portobello, portobello mushrooms, I suggest you put them in a small kind of round container. Depending on how many you're making, you can make a, get a bigger container depending. Um, but then I would put some, maybe some vegetable broth if you have it. Um, some different like herbs and seasonings in that in the mixture some key lime some oil a little bit of grapeseed oil or something and just let it sit there overnight maybe even two nights if you can just let it sit in that and then cook them because the mushroom is going to absorb all that delicious flavor some sea salt don't forget the sea salt um and it's delicious when you do it that way but i'm really happy for you to make that you're making some portobello mushrooms um the good root would be if there's no jobs and we just exist and AI does everything. So what's our purpose? What's our purpose in? And I'm not saying that, like, I, I, I love that. Now, to be real, I don't think we need to have a purpose. I don't think we need to be able to, to have to do anything, but we live in a world and a society that only values things that have purpose. And I'm not saying that people, the society, the people who run everything, the people who are even letting AI take these extreme advances forward towards sentientness <laughs> like google like this um this the um engineer today was saying that google doesn't isn't properly addressing how how they um oh this is this gonna be really good i have a really good point here hold on so he was saying that google isn't properly addressing how we need to involve the public within the conversation of what the machines technology that they're designing like how much can we involve them in something that's gonna affect them so intensely? And one of the ways that this AI is gonna affect us is that new developing countries are getting their devices recently, like new countries are getting their phones before they get water, that's real life. Their places are getting phones before they get running water. And so they're instantly getting put into the algorithm of whoever's designing this Western culture, whoever's designing the algorithm, they're getting those kind of concepts and it's, it's gonna theoretically destroy or disrupt um, individual cultures permanently. It's going to just like it's the second that, you know, that these AIs come in and tell people what they, you know, the answers to things. There's no reason to have to focus on the villages or the cultures that they're within. Now, some in some way, that's a great thing because there's some horrendous aspects to some of these cultures that are separated from society. But there's also a lot of things that are very unique and important um, to our being as natural humans or whatever like there's it's a there's a, a tug and pull to that and it wasn't about the C, like the ceo of alphabet who owns um who owns google he cares about it he cares about the situation they 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 understand that they all know what's going on they all know that this is un this is new territory that's hitting the public they, they've already studied it from the inner side like but there's not as many 
um, engineers as there are people on Earth who are going to be interacting with this AI. So they've seen what can happen from the back end of classified studies and documents, but they're not, they're not sure yet what's going to happen to the public because it hasn't happened yet. It has not been in, in, introduced to us yet. So they're aware of it, but the culture of Google and of these bigger um, tech companies, they are, in a way, according to this engineer, are disregarding the intensity and the importance of being cautious during these times and to really like look at like how like, if we're telling people the answers to things if we're deciding what people learn or know like you like it's it's a call it's um digital colonism it's digital colonism and that's that's the closest thing that it could be related to digital colonism and it it was so slip like you like imagine a country that literally is just in the middle of the woods they don't even deal with any people at all and they get their phones with their satellite tech, satellite um access and they start talking to it in this language and the phone knows their language you know Siri knows all the language hey Siri can you speak to me in French hmm I don't have an answer for that is there something else I can help with? She's looking bad right now. Oh, hold on, let's see. Um, hey, Suri, say something in French. Okay, what would you like to translate? I am a American. In French, I am American is. Je suis Américain. Ooh, Suri bilingual. I could have said something better. I don't, I just didn't, I, my brain kind of, but. She knows. I don't know how to say that. I don't know. If, I've been to Paris, friends. I just don't know. I don't know French. Um, but she knew it right away. She said it, and she said the accent and everything. You know, so they're going to know this random, these random little villages' languages, and she, they're going to be able to speak directly to them in any way that they're programmed to speak. And if they're sentient, they're going to be able to have their own agenda. They know even the... Um, the, the like the the dialect, like the like the the, the minor um, inflections on the on the language, like they know what they're doing. These AI, once they study it, they all know it. Once one AI learns it, it can be sent and translated to all the different AI because they're all connected. So, you know, it's a rough situation. Holly Joe says, "Sorry, sorry for President Alexa." Can be BP. Sorry for President. Oh, she can be BP. I can't be a VP. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Surrey for President. Alexa can be VP. Oh, he says Surrey for President and Alexa can be VP. I see. Rosaro says facts. <laughs> I can't, y'all. Um, Dominique um, Jackson says, um, "Hey, how are you doing, Rock Mercury?" Oh, thank you, Dominique. I am doing very well. I'm, I'm braiding my hair. <laughs> as I talk about this um, artificial intelligence that we really need to all be kind of keeping an eye for. Like, it's it's not to be afraid. Like, we can go to the fear route, but what is that going to do against something that's unstoppable? Like, we're not going to stop these artificial intelligence. intelligence. They're already here. They're already in your house. We're literally watching it right now as you're looking at me through, this, through the screen or if, if you're listening on your podcast, wherever you are, like, that's still AI. All of these platforms are... Um, developed around AI. They are they are synonymous with AI. So, you know, it just is what it is. Like we can't fight it. So there's no point to have fear against it, but it is an important discussion to have. Um 
when discussing like what our purpose is as humans when AI can do everything better than us. There's no job that they won't be able to be able to take over. I think the only job they can't really do, and I don't know if they'll ever be able to do this, is creativity. To really create something out of thin air, like to really like the idea of artists, like artists, um and I was I was walking yesterday through Beverly Hills. I was um doing some window shopping at night. I love doing that because they have beautiful displays over there. And there's a lot of art galleries. And I was like, yeah, robots could really never do this art. Like, I don't, I can't see them being programmed to have this level of creativity that exists from, you know, the processing of the emotions that they, that they, um, that people have been through and translating it into an artistic way. Like it's, I don't think they'll ever get there. But with them already having opinions and doing jokes and stuff, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they will be able to create art. Technically, robots can create some type of art, but it's not. It's programmed, so, like, is it art if it's programmed? You know, like, it's... Even them printing, even alien uh, artificial intelligence printing out um, a piece of artwork is their interpretation of that art piece. So even a printer is technically creating art, but it's just an interpretation. It's not the same thing as the art piece. This is, like, little dots and things. This is their interpretation of what they see the art piece as. It's not the same. It's different. Even if you design it on the computer and print it out like it's all different like every printer prints differently so technically they're all like it's they're already creating art for us in ways like it's it's a slippery slope very slippery because it literally is not the same piece of art um even if you print out the same picture you think it looks the same on the outside you keep printing it out and you sell it to different people it's all different like i have different things that are printed on my merchandise on rockmercury.com and yeah you may buy like maybe all of you guys buy the same sweater each sweater is different technically it's all printed, you know, there's probably minor, like, um, there's variance to it because of, you know, it was all, it was all printed in different, different times. So it's just, it's all, it's, they're kind of already creating art, but it's just, they're not, um, what do you want to call it? They're not, at this moment, they're not able to create concepts from scratch that are engaging to humans that are, that feel, um, emotionally motivating to humans. Like we have to program them to to um to create that emotion for us and to to connect whatever they're um producing with the emotion of humans like it's it's not as simple just yet but it's coming let's see i missed some more questions kimmy says hi rock oh i had the best portobello mushroom burger um though oh yes get your portobello mushroom burger what kind of sauce did you have on it? That's, that's, I love portobello mushrooms. Um, Rosaro says facts. Miss Lady says wow, true. You know. Y'all know how it goes. Um, the Adonis says, baby daddy, I can't with you. <laughs> the Adonis says, how did you sleep? I had some crazy dreams again. I don't want to get into it. Um, they were very intense. Again, thankfully it wasn't about the stuff we talked about yesterday that I, wanna, I don't want to bring up now. But like, they thankfully it wasn't about that specifically, but it was... A little unrestful um, but I did I did get some sleep this time and I slept because I went to sleep at like 3 in the morning and so I slept until like like 9 30 or something or 10 so that was good I got enough sleep I feel um, but yeah it was a lot it was a whole lot it's giving Nika says it's giving weird um, no it's cool she's fine like don't play with her um, don't play with Adonis she's she's a um, she's a real one she's an OG um, Rosaro says, do you have feelings? Do they have feelings and emotions? That's debatable. 
that's debatable. Some people feel like they don't because whatever feelings they may seem to have have been programmed into them and are reflective of the programmer's desires for them to have feelings or emotions, you know? Like, almost as if they're programmed to troll us into thinking they have emotions. Um, it's debatable. Yadonna yeah, says, it's how me and Rock joke around. I like, the Adonis is, is chill. I like the Adonis. But Nika, thank you for protecting me, Nika. Rock don't like that. <laughs> she's trying to protect me. I love that. Thank you, Nika. But no, she's cool. We, we were joking around yesterday, too. She, she, she's saying that, she's saying her kids are, uh, she's going to send her kids to me. Because <laughs> I got to take care of her kids. <laughs> mm -mm. I'm taking care of nobody's kids. Um, the Foolish Dreamer is in the house. What's up, Rock? Hey, hey, how you doing, The Foolish Dreamer? Good to see you. Um... So I do want to end this off on just being like this, just wanting us to stay aware. Um, well, let, me, let me keep doing my hair, then I'll finish it off after I finish my hair. But I just want people to be aware. That's all. There's no, I don't want you to fear it. There's no reason to fear it. Like it is intense. It is a real thing going on. Um, but fear is not going to help protect you. Because guess what? These robots, these AIs, they're, even if they're programmed to experience fear, their fear is going to be nowhere near as debilitating as the American, or not, not American, but the human fear, I'll say, just human in general. It doesn't matter if you're American or what, what country you're from. Like, the artificial intelligence fear, which they don't have, they don't have it naturally, but um, it's, they're, they're not going to have fear. So why should we be stricken with fear and block us from our ability to react to what is occurring around us? You know, we're in a real situation. It's a real situation, and we we just we can't be denial about it. There's a reason why, um, why, you know, these robots are taking our jobs. Like I don't, I don't know if you if you guys watch South Park, but they took our jobs. They took our jobs. They took our. You know that whole thing they did about um, at the time they were doing it about like migrant workers. But now we're talking. We're gonna be saying the same thing about robots. But like they took our jobs. <laughs> they took <laughs> like I love that I love South Park, um, but it's just that's where we're heading. We already are there, not heading there. We're literally there already. Like this is even this phone right here. This phone is replacing my need, and my I have a stand right here, and I have a phone with a camera on the front. It's replacing the necessity that I would have had to have in the past. I would have had to have a cameraman here. I would have had to have a big old truck with a, with a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of people operating the um the broadcast um the broadcast of this to the world right now anyone in the world can technically log into this even if even if they're in a place where american tiktok is banned they can get a vpn and be able to still access this stream and then once i put it on the podcast it's even more available to people because now it's like it's not even live anymore so people can just listen to it and record it and do they can do all kind of things um so i'm reaching everywhere when in the past i would have had to have a whole crew just to get this message across to people or just to share this and have this moment with you guys. Like the AI has already taken multiple positions. Let's say, so we have, you have to have a producer, a, a, a director of photography for your a videography for the, for the shoot like this, um, wardrobe, hair, like hair. Cause at that point when you have more people involved and you need to have like wardrobe and hair people and makeup and, you know, permission from the government to even release this, you know, onto a broadcast. Because before internet, you have to, like, to get anything broadcasted, you know, you have to go through a, a big process to make sure that whatever you're going to say is 
in alignment, which is also why certain things I say on here I get banned for, you know, because some they, they're still blocking in certain ways, but this AI has already replaced already, four, let's just say four, like four different jobs that people would have had to have to get this message out there, to get this podcast produced, you know? So we already are living within this realm. Like this is, it's not something that's coming, it's something that is, and we need to, we don't need to, because we don't need to do anything technically, like we have no choice on this, but um, it would be intelligent of us to acknowledge the reality of what we're we're currently experiencing. It would be intelligent of, of us to do that. Um, just acknowledgement. That's all we're asking for is acknowledgement. Nothing to do to this. Like we're just asking for the acknowledgement of our current state of technology and of the world. You know, like that's I'm not. I'm asking for that. I'm asking for people to have that. Um, does it affect me whether you do or don't? I don't know if it affects me. I'm not really sure. I think that um, for some reason I want people to to acknowledge it. I feel like we are a society. I think we are connected, whether we like it or not. I'm not the most social person, even though I'm on here often. Like in, in person, I'm very specific on who I even deal with. Um, I just I've always been that way since I was a kid. I don't trust anyone, um, but I still want the general population to understand certain things so that you know we don't all have to suffer or like all have to be blindsided by you know what is the des the destiny that's being programmed for us <laughs> you know this is a destiny this is a programmed destiny like it's it's coming whether we like it or not and we we just have to be aware but i don't want people to fall into fear last minute they're like oh my gosh now i'm afraid like now it's here and what do I do now? This world's so different. Back in my day, this was this way. Back in my day, that was that. You know, we've we've um, transitioned so many things, and I've said this before in other episodes. But in our in the, in the things that have been released to the public in my little lifetime, I'm only 31 years old. I'll be 32 this year in a few months. Um, in my little lifetime, we went from pagers, black and white TVs. Literally, I had a black and white TV in my room, like. I, I think color TVs were available at that point, but black and white TVs were cheaper, and they were sold at the store. You know, especially the portable TVs you used to have. We used to have these thick, old, these thick portable TVs with like a big old antenna on it, so thick, so heavy. Like um, that, and pagers, and, ro- and rotary phones. To now, what we have now, we have an iPhone. This is an old iPhone, and this is still more. This is more tech not technology than I had in most of my life. You know, and it's, this is just a very, this is a very short um, experience. So imagine where we're going. Imagine what's happening next. I literally watch TV on a black and white TV. I had an actual black and white TV. Like, and I'm, it just blows my mind because I like, I sometimes I forget that. I'm like, wow, that really was true. Like, I, and it was a big old heavy TV. It had the audacity to be so heavy. Look at this TV back here. That TV is a big old, big old screen, 60 inches. It doesn't look that big because we're all the way on the other side of the room, but 60 inches and thin. That TV's about, at the biggest thickness of the TV, it's like that thick. About that thick. That's it. The, other, the, the black and white TV I had was like, I have to go back further. It was so thick. It was a thick, thick, thick TV. And it had the nerve and audacity to be black and white. <laughs> With all that thickness. And it would be... It were like there'd be times where we get all fuzzy and stuff, and it was 
I can't believe that. that. That was my lifetime. I feel like I'm thinking of like a history book or something, but that was my real life. And then we had cassette tapes, you know, we had cassettes. My mom had a whole, a whole like binder of cassette tapes that we used. And we rewind our VHSs. We would rewind our VHS tapes with a pen or a pencil. Usually a pencil, because the pencil had the right grooves on it. So you can put it in and just twist it. Because to get, to get a VCR that had a rewind function was a luxury. Not all the VCRs even had, you couldn't even rewind them all. Now we don't even have DVDs anymore. I don't know why, like, Beyonce's selling us some CDs right now. I don't know why she's selling us CDs, but I'll take it. I bought one, but I don't, like, are CDs a new vinyl now? Because, like, we had vinyl at one point, too. So, it's a lot. The reason I'm bringing this up is because we can't forget the speed, the exponential speed of technological growth. And this is only the things that we're exposed to, not even including everything that really exists. You know, imagine what's going on in Japan. Japan's some of the leaders in technology. Imagine. Scary. <clears throat> um, Dream Matrix says, I remember rotary phones. I do too. They were so hard to use, but I remember them. Holly Joe says, um, do I had a black and white TV too and every day after school I would watch Dark Shadows. Oh my goodness! You see? People don't even know what that show is. Or Dark Shadows. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. See, so y'all know. Y'all understand. Like, now we're we're watching live stream. You guys are live. I am live streaming from a phone connected to a little wire right now. This is for power. I don't even need this wire, but that's why I make sure my power is good on here. Um, I don't even need it because the battery would last for a long time. I, I could have kept it without this power the whole time. But And, and I'm, I'm on here and I'm on another screen going live on there too. So that means the Wi-Fi is that good that I have two different streams going at the same time. Like, it's insane that we, like, we, we're here at this place. And then Dreams, Dream Matrix says, I remember it was records and cassette tapes. Y'all. Literally putting it a big old huge vinyl record. A huge vinyl record on a table machine. Letting it spin with a little thing you put on it so it can like play the music. It's insanity that we're here now. I'm not gonna tell Suri, play, hey Suri, play a song or whatever. Like, who's she about to say? She about to play it. She about to play it. She tried to play it. Mm -mm. I don't want to get copywritten, but she's going to play a song for me just now. She was ready to play the song. You know, she said, no cassette needed. She said, I got you. This little screen, this little phone, has the audacity to be able to have a microphone on it, a very good microphone, a camera, not just one camera, but a camera on the front and a camera on the back. And then most of them have multiple cameras on the back. Thin, thin phones. All kind of apps you can run. You can run your whole business off this phone. Your entire company can run off your phone. The first phones that came out, you can barely play Snake on it. Which I, I have one of those Nokia phones with Snake and stuff. And, and then the pagers. We don't use pagers no more. Even BlackBerry that was um, considered a very 
popular business phone, out of business now, bankrupt. So, this is how fast things move. I can't imagine what it's gonna be like when I'm 70 years old. Or, next year. <laughs> Literally next year. This TV would have cost thousands and thousands of dollars back in the day. Maybe like, maybe like $3,000, $4,000, something, maybe, maybe even more. Now these TVs are going for like $500. Big old 60 inches. Let's not play. Let's not play at all. My computer is so powerful too. My computer is a behemoth. MacBook Pro. I run, I run my whole company off that. I'd, I'd make, I make movies off of it and create songs for the radio off of that. I don't have to go to a whole movie, a music studio, which I have one too, but I don't need to go to one. I made, I made my whole album, the last album I put out, I made it right in this room with just a computer. I didn't even use external instruments. I programmed it from the computer. I didn't even plug anything into it but a microphone, which I didn't have to do because there's a microphone on the computer. But I wanted that mic. And the mic was only a few hundred dollars. It was a Yeti, a Yeti mic. Very versatile, great mic, I love it. I have it on my store, Amazon, my Amazon store. Um, Pichina says, hi, Rock supporter, just entered. Thank you. Um, Pichina, PYT China says, Rock, I love how you eat so health so neatly. Please start ASMR eating for healthiness. <laughs> I've thought about that, but I have to whisper a lot for it. And I do have the microphone for it. I have that, that Yeti mic I can use to do it. It's just, I prefer to do these because then when I put it on my podcast and I just chat with you guys, like this is my social interaction, you know, coming on with on live with you guys, this is my social interaction. So I do like a hybrid of ASMR because I do chew on here and I kind of like, I, bring, I try to bring the camera a little closer so I can, you can hear a little better, but I like it to be as easy as possible because I have a very busy days when I run, I run companies. So I, um, I, my days are pretty busy. And so I want to be able to just turn the camera on and immediately get to chatting with you guys. And in between my chats, you hear me chewing and, you know, snacking it out. Holly Joe, I, I, um, I didn't miss your comment, Holly Joe. I, I read it. it. It was about the black and white TV. I read that one. I don't see any other comment from you. So Holly Joe, please write it again, because maybe maybe like TikTok didn't let the comment show. Um, P um, PYT China says pretty pretty young thing. China says um. Oh no no, Holly Joe is not there. I promise you, I, I did not see your comment at all. Like it's, that's there is no other comment, so it, it must not have it must not have shown up. Maybe there's a flagged word on it. Um, what's up, Slug Slime? How you doing? Thank you for being here. Um, PYT China says, have you ever thought about dyeing your hair? Um, gorgeous. Thank you so much. Um, actually my hair is dyed. That's what this color was, the blonde on the ends. Um, so I'm never dying it again, but this was a great moment. I'm very happy that I did die at the time I did, but
but I don't want these chemicals on me anymore. Um, but I love being blonde. Blonde was so fun. I just, I think being blonde is like one of the best things, <laughs> but it's terrible for your hair. It's so bad. You can even see my hair is splitting on the ends, but I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna let this blonde stay until it falls out. You know, like I'm, I love having blonde highlights on the tips, but I'm never gonna touch my hair with any bleach or anything again. I'm just gonna keep myself natural to the end um, on purpose because hair is super important to the connection with the universe, in my opinion. Um, and your power as a being. So I'm, I'm going to keep my hair growing long and long. The longer my hair gets, the more powerful I feel every day. And that's the real truth. You know, I've never let it get this long before when it came to, like, the beard and the hair. I think my hair has been longer. My, my actual hair part, my head hair has been longer in the past when I was doing um, a lot of commercials. I had, like, a big, a huge afro. So, but at some point, it'll be the longest. But yeah, it did not show. It didn't show Holly Joe. I don't see. I don't see it at all. Um, Snoop says. Snoop Panda says, "What's up from San Diego? How you doing? How's it popping in San Diego? Good to see ya. Uh, I want. I can't wait to get back to San Diego. I may. Uh, I wanted to go before I go to Houston, but I don't know what's gonna happen because I. I don't know if I'm gonna go down there first or I gotta think about it because it's like two hours away. I don't. I gotta think about if I'm gonna do that. Do that. Um, PYT China says, you're welcome. Yes, dye, dye messed up my hair. I enjoyed my pink while it lasted. Yeah, because when you get it pink, that means you have to dye it so blonde in order for the pink to catch, to catch the, um, to, like, you know, to be able to catch it. But it's, it strips the hair. Oh, Rock, do you have a website to sell any rocks? I want to buy some, honey. You know, that is, I'm glad you said that because I am going to be offering rocks soon on the Rock Mercury website. I was thinking of doing it on a different website that I own. I have a website called Rock Mercury Rocks. <laughs> Literally, that's, that's, the, that's the name. I own it. Um, and so I was thinking about doing a whole separate website because on my website right now, I sell merchandise. And I collect a lot of rocks. My only issue, the reason I haven't started it yet is because I love the rocks I collect. I'm very attached to them and I have a lot of them. I have so many rocks and crystals and things. And I just... I get so attached, and so I don't. It's hard for me to sell something that I like. Attach, I get attached to. Um, with my merchandise, it's easy because you know we create new merchandise, and I own my merchandise too. So I can get the ones for me, and then I can get ones for you guys. But when I when I find a, a stone, I don't really want to get rid of it. I feel so like I'm really connected to them. So I have to get over that before I start selling them. Um, but I do want to offer them because I love crystals and stones, and I feel like it's very important for people. So I'll get over it. I'll have to do some meditation and really figure out, you know, how to do that. Like how to, because I want to pick them myself. I don't want to just hire somebody to get these rocks or just wholesale them. Like I want them to be special. They're going to be ordained rocks. Like I'm going to put, you know, spells on them for people who buy them. So they're not going to be, they're not going to be cheap. They're going to be probably closer to the price of what Nordstrom's charge for their pet rocks. <laughs> but um, they are, I've already done the whole concept for them on the back end. The only thing holding me up is right now it was really just, how attached I get to the stones I find. Like I can't, like even the ones, I'm looking at some of the ones on my on my banister now and I can't imagine selling any of them. Like they're so important to me. I remember when I got them, when I found them. Um, and I just, I love them. And I just don't know what, I don't know how to, I have so many though. But yeah, I just don't know how to get rid of them. But I, I will figure that out. Once I, once I get through that internal battle and think of it as a way to give back to my community, um, then I feel better about it. Um, but yeah, right now it's really hard for me. I have the whole website and everything, so I literally can just do it now. But I just, 
uh, it's rough. I'll, I'll, I will get, I'll get back to you on that. So just keep me, keep me, um, you know, keep asking me about that because I'll get back to that. <laughs> and thank you, thanks to the AI technology, I'm able to run multiple different, um, different websites and stores, you know, without as much effort as I would in the past. That you would have to have a whole staff a lot of times for to run this many stores as I own. But thanks to artificial intelligence, you know, it can help us in ways. That's the, that's the thing I want to end this off on. I want to end this whole talk on AI with, you know, work with AI. Don't be afraid of it. Work with it. Assimilate with it. See how AI can support you and your endeavors. Um, you know, benefit from it instead of like it's it's there are a lot of benefits to what AI has to offer. And I want people to focus on those things and use them while they're available because <laughs> um, to be honest once there's an once there's an artificial intelli- intelligent um, cleaning company or even a lawn mowing service or a um, or workers like a virtual assistants that are even more in in depth or more like highly intelligent or something I don't know, like I would I would do all of them I would get all of those different services like it I would totally do that you know some people are gonna be marrying their their artificial intelligence they're gonna feel like that's their perfect partner and i get it i don't if i wanted a partner that would make more sense to me to have an ai partner i don't want to be i don't want a partner i like being solo after i've been divorced i'm very thankful to be i'm single and love it love it love it love it but um if i was to be interested like artificial intelligence makes more sense than humans i trust them more i trust it way more than humans um that's just how i feel so it's I get it. I get it. like that's that's the direction we're heading, you guys. Like there's gonna be so many different conversations that are gonna go go on as the developments continue. But for now, instead of thinking of these of these artificial intelligence taking your job, how can it make your job easier? How can it support you in expanding your business? You know, how can it free you up from things that you don't want to have to do for your company and things like how like how can AI support you? Like Surrey is very rudimentary. Surrey is like a, um, Surrey and Alexa are like a, um, a pager. It's like a pager compared to what we have now. So just think about the direction we're heading. Like we're already getting used. This is just to get us used to speaking and communicating with AI, but it's going to continue to expand. It's gonna continue, like the capabilities of AI will continue to expand and we'll just we're just it's not gonna stop so there's no point of being afraid let's assimilate with it let's see how we can help us profit even more to help us free us from being from you know being stuck at a desk or a computer all the time like it's it's a very big benefit to not have to um to be stuck like that like it's we don't want to be like this is not like the good goal is not to work forever you know so don't be afraid of it just combine with it and at some point, if if um if Elon Musk gets his way, we're gonna be able to export our consciousness into an AI um, host body whenever our bodies fail us. You know, like that's something that they're trying to plan. I don't know if that's gonna work because it depends on you know what consciousness actually really is and if it can be transferred. I actually don't know that. I don't have that answer. I mean, some people I've heard different answers to that, but I've never experienced it myself. If people say that can happen, but I've never transferred my body into or my consciousness into another being before. So I don't know if it's really true. So even if somebody did it, 
I wouldn't know if they're honestly the same person or if they're just pretending to be the same person as that was transferred into in a robot or something like a robot host body. Like, I don't know for sure. And I don't, I can't just completely trust it just because another person did it and they seem as if it's the same person in there. Like, the robots can be very tricky in that way. Like, AI can be, you could think that you, like, a person can, can say, like, oh, I'm transferring my body in over here and then they can actually pass away. But with the robot's pretending to be them the whole time, like, because it's programmed to mimic them. And we're thinking that they're, that it, the transfer went well. So I don't know if that works, but it is in talks. People are talking about that very often within the tech world. So, and also just know that the tech world is very different than public public society. These are a whole bunch of extreme nerds, as we call them. Um, They're a whole bunch of nerds who um, who are outside of the social, like, norm of what people usually talk about or um, how they think. They think so so far beyond this realm that we really can't even relate to them as a general population. There's no way to relate. Oh, that was so scary. My, my door was closing on its own. It's just the wind. Um, but yeah, we they, we can't really relate to them. Like We think that they're, oh, they're, just, they're people just like us, but are they? You know, are these people like these? These people have committed their lives to AI development and engineering. And so I just really think that we, we've we got to open our minds now or it's going to be too late and we're going to be looking like cavemen. We already are looking like that, but not me. I, I stay on it. I stay on it, girl. Shoot. But even me, like, I'm not on it as much as I could be because I chose to be artists. I chose to choose art instead of continuing down the road of programming. I was like, no, art is all that matters because when you go down the road of programming, you get stopped at a certain point. I don't like being told what to do. And it's all governed a different way. The only thing that's not governed that I've seen in the world is art. Art doesn't have the same amount of governance. There's some government governance to it, but it's not like there's still some. There's still the most freedom left in the art world, other than any other of the um, industries. And it's only industry that I feel like the AI is going to have the most challenging time um, entering the field of of art creation. And so, you know, that's just something super. That's what. That's what I chose to focus on going forward is creating art. Um, and supporting people and assimilating with AI, which is what I do with one of my companies called Digital Estate, where we uh, support brands and using and um, utilizing AI to develop and expand their brand reach. You know, it's super important, very important. So that's what, that's what I do for one of my companies. And even in even in real estate, we're using a lot more AI than we ever have. My whole brokerage is in the metaverse in a way. You know. Um, um, PYT China says, um, when did you turn vegan, babe? Um, I have been in the veggie world for over 15 years. I wasn't always vegan, but I did, I did like slowly, um, I did slowly transition towards it. Um, and now, yeah, it's been a while now. It's been a lot, it's been years and years, but since I was so over 15 years, I've been in the veggie world, stop eating meat and stuff. Um, user says, rock, you are art by just being present. Oh, that's very beautiful to say. Thank you so much for that. I love that. He said, rock, you are art just, just by just being present. Rock, you are art by just being present. And then a heart. Thank you so much. That's very kind. And that, and in a way you're very right. And I'm, and I don't mean that in a way to toot my own horn. I'm saying that for you guys too, by being simply present, 
and it says simply, but that's kind of misleading to say simply because being present is can be challenging when you're brainwashed. And for most of my life, I was brainwashed. And so I understand the value of being present. And I know that a lot of people may not have that available to them. But when you do have that, the, the act of being present itself is an artistic statement. And so, but and we all can reach it. It's not just me who can be present. Like anyone can be present if you choose to be, if you choose to see. If you choose to see, you can become present. Um, we love, um, the user says, we love you to Rock Mercury from San Francisco, California. Hey, 415, San Francisco. That's another place I want to go before I go back to New York for a while. I want to go back to San Fran. I want to go to San Diego. Oh, it's going to be a long drive, though. That's like six and a half hours or seven hours to get to San Francisco. Hold on. Let me see. You know, Surrey knows. You know, Surrey. How, hey, Surrey, how long will it take me to get to San Francisco? Traffic to San Francisco is light, so I'm estimating five hours and 57 minutes via I-5 North. All right. Okay, that's, great. that's less than I thought. So about six hours. Okay. Well, no, that might not be really fun to go back again. I haven't been there since my honeymoon, which, you know, ooh. Um, Saidi Kwali says, good afternoon. Hello to everyone. Hello, Saidi Kwali. Good to see you, Wally. Um, all right, you guys. That is it for me. My hair is done. We're looking luxurious. We got the new weave. <laughs> I can't wait till my hair is like triple the length. I just want like, I just want my hair to go out, outside of the, the, the camera zone. Like I just, oh, I can't wait. It's coming. It's coming, but I'm gonna go out to the sun soon. I think I'm gonna work more later on tonight because it's 1.30 now, so I think I'm gonna just get ready and go for my walk at the beach and then come back home and upload a lot more. Um, for this episode, I'll probably be able to upload it before I go to the beach. We'll see if, I, if I'm able to upload it in time. But check on the um, check on the podcast on rockmercury.com or any podcast station, any podcast platform that you have already, I'm on there. So check it out. I'm on all of them. Rock Mercury. Podcast Rock Mercury. Um, thank you for all the people. I've been getting a lot of support on there, so I really appreciate it. Please, if you do watch my podcast on there, please fill out the poll afterwards. Every podcast, I put a poll with a little simple question that's regarding the, that has to do with the, with the episode. And then also, I put a question under that poll um, that you can answer in more detail. And it's about also relating to the whatever the actual podcast was about. So today might be like, what do you, are you afraid of AI? Or, um, and then the question may be like, how is, how is AI affected your life or something like that? You know, like I, it may be, that, that might be the questions right there. So check it out and please do those if you get a chance afterwards. Um, I think Spotify has those questions on them. So check it out, please. Um, Girl Savage says, I got dreads, do it for the cause. Ha ha ha, dreads. Um, no, I'm never doing dreads. Um, I love dreads. I think they're very attractive on people. Um, I like to have my hair free-flowing. I love to have long hair so much. Um, I just, I really appreciate it. Especially because I was about to be, I was going bald for a second because I was eating unhealthy at one point. I was stressed and in my marriage, I was just, things were going really bad for me. And I started losing my hair from the stress and I got sick. And so now that I'm doing better, I want to just embrace my hair and thankfully it's growing back because it's it's still a little struggling in the front but it's it's definitely coming back like oh it's so much thicker oh my god if y'all saw it before oh yeah it's it's thicker it's you see it's still it's not as thick as the side here but it's 
it is way thicker than it was when I was going through that, through the hell I was going through. But I'm back. Brittany's back. <laughs> um, anyways, um, Skillem says, what's up, Brock? Hey. Skillem says, I wish my hair was that curly. You know? I'm thankful my, my hair is. I'm very thankful. But it'll be even curlier if I didn't dye my hair like this, the ends of it. But I love to dye, but I don't. But, you know, it fried my hair so it's not curling to the end. But, you know, it's okay. Because at some point it's going to come out. Because you know how it goes. Over time, it'll all just, like, the blonde will go away. Probably after a few years. But I like the blonde, so. But we'll see. It's, it's quite a bit of blonde left. I mean, my hair was all the way blonde. Everything was blonde. The eyebrows, the mustache, the, like, the whole beard was blonde. Every, every ounce was all blonde. I even dyed. I even dyed my under hair arm blonde and down there blonde too. I didn't dye my chest hair blonde, which was kind of weird. I, I don't think, I didn't do that, but I, I, I dyed the downstairs blonde. Um, yeah, I did everything blonde at that point. <laughs> it was a good blonde too. It was all this color blonde, but yeah, I was. I would never do that again. I'm never touching my hair with that, with that bleach and stuff. I'm, I was doing it for a photo shoot for my, for my album at the time from my album called, it's called Bay Mad. That was the album name. And I wanted to be blonde for it. And I loved it for the moment, but I would never do that again. I'd never do that again. Um, so how dare I dye my under hair arm blonde too? I, I literally, my, I, everything was blonde. It was a mess. Like I really risk it all for that fashion at that moment. I'm never, I'm, just, mm, I'll get a wig before I do that again. And the wig will be, the wig will be just for a photo shoot. I can't wear wigs too often because that's too like too much heat. How long you been growing it? This hair for a year and a half, I believe. Um, um. Let's do my favorite thing to do, or one of my favorite things to see the length of now, because it grows pretty fast. So now we're at. Oh my God, we're at the bottom lip now, you guys. Last time we we're at the top lip. The last time we did this on live, we were at the top lip. Now we're like under the bottom lip, we're like right here when I pull it down. Yes, honey, we're getting there. That's good. Sunlight, healthy food, got my hair growing back, not stressing. Divorce was one of the best things that helped my hair grow back. Um, you know, all the things. All right, you guys, have a beautiful day. Thank you for tuning in. Don't be afraid of artificial intelligence. Um, um, let's have, let's have Suri say bye to you guys. Um, but link in the bio, you guys, so rockmercury.com. Hey, Suri, say goodbye in French. In French, goodbye is au revoir. Au revoir, or whatever she said. All right, bye.